just stop worrying about it. You know, like just there's nothing to worry about. Everything's fine. Okay, cool. Thank you for solving every single one of my anxiety problems in four seconds. You jerk. <laughs> no, I'm playing. But um, yeah, if, if someone doesn't have anxiety and you do, it's almost the hardest thing in the world to explain. I get it. And you don't have to be somebody that's super anxious, but how in the world do you handle that question? You ever had that where somebody just cannot understand what anxiety means? Well, today we have the perfect answer with my friend Leah, our therapist friend. It's Mental Health Monday. Welcome to the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yeah, it's a Certified Mama's Boy podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. It's Feel Good Podcast. We do my mom every single day. We've got three principles. We live, we laugh, we love my mom. We live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom. My co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Well, I feel like a real jerk today starting off today's show. I got to be honest with you. I, uh, I told you on Friday's show that I was getting really apprehensive because I hired a new woman to come clean my house, mm. right? And I, I literally had such bad anxiety about Me this for like too. 24 hours. <laughs> I told you that and in case you weren't here for Friday's show, what happened was I, um, I, I have a woman that comes and cleans my house for me. Right. And, um, I, I used a woman for a long time. She literally just like kind of like either was shady or like disappeared on me. Like she was just really hard to like get in touch with. So I had to find somebody else. Right. Here's the problem. I don't like to spend a lot of money on stuff. Like I'm very frugal. So people were quoting me like 150 bucks. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not paying 150 bucks at my house. Clean this crazy. Um, so I found a woman on, uh, Yelp who said that she could do it for, um, for $75, like half the price. Like, Oh my God. Like, okay, now we're talking. She said she was insured and like, I'm like, all right, well now we're, now we're talking over mm-hmm. here. Now we're mm-hmm. talking. So biggest problem I had though, was I didn't have like, this woman literally started the page. Like if you went on her Yelp page, I didn't realize it until after I booked her. It was like, she only had one review <laughs> And the review looked like, because you can also see how many reviews that person left. And that person also only left one review and it was just for her. And it was kind of like very vague. It was like, oh, she really did a great job cleaning my house. And it was left also like 15 hours ago. The page, I don't know how old the page was, but like the pictures, all the pictures were from like 18 hours ago. So I'm like, oh God, this is all so very new. Um, So like, think about it. Like I'm just inviting a a person to come into my house Mm -hmm. and to... Just be here when I'm not here mm-hmm. and just hoping it all goes well, right? Mm-hmm. So that all said, I was like, I really debated. Well, no, actually, okay, so I'll give you an update since since the show was. We were debating on Friday's show, like, is this is this sound smart? Should we do this? Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. Um, so I sent her um, another message and I said, hey, because I was like, maybe this will be a way to deter her. Is I said, hey, I just checked in with my front desk. And they wanted me to remind you that you need to bring your um, your driver's license to check, which is actually true. They do have a driver have a driver's license, but I said also your proof of insurance, which I don't know if that's necessarily true, but it sounded uh-huh. good. So uh, just to see if she was like legit, legit, right? Like if this woman's got a proof of insurance, obviously mm-hmm. like yeah. she's got her stuff together, right? Yeah. So uh, I sent it to her. And no response. Uh oh. No response. Uh-oh. Okay. So like a, a couple hours go by, no response. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> then I see that she has actually 
read the text. Okay. So then I met maybe an hour later and she has her read receipts on. So then I saw she read it, didn't respond. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So obviously I scared her away. Mm -hmm. This is some type of shady scam. And now she like knows I'm calling her on it. And like, that's it. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm like, uh, I was like, well, you know what? Let me, let me just follow up with another text here. Let me just follow up. And I'm like, Hey, just checking back in. Make sure you get my last text. Make sure that we're good for tomorrow. Cause I also had to ask her if she had her own cleaning supplies. Cause I don't have many cleaning mm -hmm. supplies here. And, um, then literally uh, nothing goes, no, 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 no. This is what happens. So then I'm like, uh, I sent it and then maybe like 30 minutes goes by and I, I looked back at the text because the CSG had like had read it again mm -hmm. and it didn't say delivered. And now oh. I don't know if you know this iPhone trick or not, but like on your text messages, after you send it, it will say delivered if that person actually received the text. I don't think they necessarily read it yet, oh. but at least the other phone received it. If you have two iPhones talking back and forth to one another. Oh. So if it doesn't say delivered on there, that means that the iPhone was never received by the other text. I mean, on the um, text was never received by the other mm -hmm. iPhone. And it could mean they blocked you because that's like one way that'll show. If you're wondering if somebody blocked you, that's how you can tell if you have two iPhones talking back and forth to one another. So I'm like, oh my God. So obviously this, this woman has just now blocked me because he knows I'm onto her and like, oh, okay, this is mm -hmm. it. Scam. Like what a scam. Mm -hmm. What a friggin' scam. Like scammer. I got her. I got her. I got her. But there's still part of me that was like, well, this is pretty cheap. If this were to work out, possibly, possibly it would be okay. Cause then I would still save $75 mm -hmm. and I feel good about mm -hmm. that. Right. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to prep just in case everything, if they, they were to show up and that they were shady, I'm going to prep everything. Uh, Y'all, I went through my house. I took everything of value, oh, like anything. I was taking speakers out. I was taking oh, no, all my did. video games, my Nintendo, um, any sun, I took all my sunglasses with me. It was easy to swipe, you know? I was like, I'm taking this with me. I'm taking this with me. I was putting my backpack. I took some of the stuff down to my storage locker. I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh, you're not. I see you scammers. Like, I'm getting you. Like, uh-uh, I'm getting you. You think you're pulling over on me? Y'all got to walk in. There's just going to be some house plants and a damn sofa. And your rug. In my rug, it has Kiki <laughs> peeing poop all over. That's all you're gonna. That's all you're gonna be able to get from me today, scammer. Okay, so I wake up the next day, go to work. And I still, no, I did. I did hear back. Sorry. So about nine o'clock that night, I text her at like three. Nine o'clock night, she's like, "Hey, sorry, uh, sounds good. Yes, I have all my supplies." And I'm like, "Okay, okay, all right. Well, then we'll see. <laughs> we'll see, scammer." So. Wake up Saturday morning, right? She says she's going to be here between 7 and – I'm sorry, Friday morning. She says she's going to be here between 7 and 7.30 a.m. 6.15 a.m., I get a text from this woman. She said, hey, I just left. I'll be there in an hour. Okay, so I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this this, this woman's going to drive an hour to come rob me? Whoa, like, this is wow. – that's pretty – that's pretty intense. Yeah, like she's serious. You're going to rob me. Like, that's – yeah, that's, that's pretty intense, <laughs> right? Um, So I, see, I shoot an email over to my, um, my front desk person. I'm like, hey, uh, just FYI – if it looks shady, <laughs> just, just like, just let me know. Just let me know. Keep me posted. Uh, I don't want any kind of shadiness going on. Just let me know. It's like, okay, I'll let you know. Um, so seven 15, she texts me, Hey, I'm here. Uh, where's the front? And I'm like, you just right guy there. Okay, cool. Great. And then I don't hear anything. I don't hear anything from anybody. Not my front desk. Guy. I'm, gonna, I'm at work at seven 15 in the morning, yes. right? Like the, the, yes. the, the prime of my show. Yes. And the radio show. Yes. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh my God, like what? Like what what could be happening? And I never hear another word. It's like it's like eight o'clock, nine o'clock, ten o'clock, eleven o'clock, uh, not a word. And I'm like, uh, oh my uh, God, I got robbed. 
I got robbed. I'm about to walk home. And this house is about to get robbed. Uh-oh. Oh my God. They're going to have my rug, my couch, everything. <laughs> my bed. Oh, my, my bed's gone. <laughs> oh, my bed's gone. I bet it is. <laughs> Y'all, I walk in this house at 1130. I will be damned. If that woman is still not here cleaning my house really? <laughs> and not, not only that, she is like maybe the nicest human being I've ever met in my whole entire Aww. life. The sweetest woman ever. She's probably, she's probably like 10 years older than me. Aww. Super sweet. Busting her ass in here <gasps> to like clean this unit. <laughs> and I felt like the I world's biggest jerk. I felt like the world's biggest jerk. Like how could I think so Aww. negatively about a situation <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, why does my brain always have to go to like the negative side of things? Like, why, 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 you know? So I, um, literally I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like in my head, I just felt like like, such a jerk. She was here literally from seven 15 in the morning. I keep in mind, my condo is not very big. I mean, it's, it's all right. It's, it's all right size, but it's not huge. Right. right? She was here from seven 15 in the morning till noon. Okay. So do the math on that with five hours. Yeah. Just about five hours. Y'all, I walk in here. Every frig, all my cabinets have been organized. All she of my, organized uh, my your damn, cabinets. Yes, <gasps> yes. All of my, um, uh, I'll be damned if I walked into my bathroom. This is a true story. I got a picture of it, y'all. Don't believe me. I walk into my bathroom. And I'll be damned if my towels weren't in the shape of a damn swan <laughs> on my tub. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I have a this woman turn my my damn house into a resort for me, and I'm over here hiding all my shit like I'm about to get robbed. <laughs> like I never oh my in my life God. felt so guilty about like my way of thinking. Now, my question for you is like, would you have felt the same way? Did I way over think this thing? Did I way overthink? This woman was so nice. I literally, I gave her, I gave her $115 because she worked so hard and I felt terrible, but there's no way that much work. Like I thought she'd just come in, like my last lady come in vacuum. She'd friggin', you know, she'd like wipe wipe the sink down, (laughs) scrub the toilets, you know, that's about it. Like I don't think she really did a lot. This woman, I swear to y'all, she's out on my balcony. She's straightening stuff. She, oh. I was like, oh my God. Like you, She literally touched every item in my house to make <laughs> oh sure that it was exactly God. right. And so nice. It's This place has never been, probably in the history of this unit, <laughs> has never been so clean in my life. Oh. I mean, did I way overthink that? Would anybody else be super paranoid just inviting a stranger with almost no reference, right? I had no mm-hmm. reference. A brand new Yelp page, mm-hmm. no reference to go mm-hmm. on. Come into my house. I'm not going to be there. Oh, I definitely I would have been skeptical. And yeah. I'm the world's most trusting person. Yeah. Like, and I, I feel terrible about that, though. I cannot tell you how bad. Oh. When I saw that swan, I wanted to cry. I was like, oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. It's my, my, my damn towel is like swans over here right now. Oh, my God. Like, what? <laughs> and now I don't even want to use a towel. I don't want to use it. Like, it's so nice. I don't want to use it. Like, I'm just going to be there forever because it's so nice. So nice, so nice. So, oh, so you I don't have know. A wonderful I, I feel new cleaning lady, and it's, you treated it's so her nice. She's well. so nice. That's so good. I tried to take care of her, man. That's I tried to so take care of her. She was just busting her ass. In you here, know, man. Brian's cleaning lady. He's so connected to her. She's actually in his will. 
Yeah. How about that? Yeah. My brother actually literally put his his cleaning woman, his housekeeper, in his yes, will. He loves no, her. I don't like her that much. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, like you I don't have a I long like relationship much, with but. her yet, but he's had her for a long time, many years. One thing that we're going to talk about on my uncensored podcast this week, um, that's what I do with Jess, because Jess said that I'm snobby yeah. because I have a housekeeper. <laughs> Jess says I'm snobby because mm. we're talking on Friday's show, Friday's radio show, mm. about how Maryland is like the third, no, not third, 13th snobbiest um, state. And it was like based on this, this. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't remember how it came up. But I was like, I'm, I'm, but I'm not snobby or something. She's like, mm, you're kind of snobby. And I was like, oh, what? And then literally we talked about it off the air. And she's like, you literally have someone coming to clean your house as we speak right now. And I'm like, is that snobby? Like, is it snobby to have a house? Now, keep in mind, I think I'm very fortunate to be in a position where I can hire someone no question. to come clean my house. Just as much as I am fortunate enough to be able to have to hire someone to like change my oil, yes, things that I'm just not good at or don't want to spend my time doing. Yes, I'm so thankful that I can hire somebody else and like and, and like have them do come it in nearly as well. Exactly. Yes. Now I, again, we're, and then she she kind of blamed it on the old Yancey family. She's like, I mean, not not blamed it, but she was just like, I mean, it's just what you're used to. Like mm-hmm. they, like to her, she's never had a cleaning person. Like you just clean, yeah. right? Like, and I I don't know I. There's only so many hours in a day yes. and I literally only get one day off. Right. And so I was like, the one thing I don't want to do is like spend that day cleaning, you know? Correct. And I don't even know how long it would take me to figure out how to fold a towel into a damn swan. <laughs> that would take me so damn long. I don't long even to know how to do that. I have no idea. I'm, I, need, I need to, I need to, I need, I'm going to post a picture of that, the certified fans okay. page. I mean, it's, it's wild. It's wild, man. <laughs> she did so good. She did so good. Uh, I don't know though. I don't know if it's snobby or not. Cause sometimes I don't think we have self realization enough. We only know our own perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I'd never had a cleaning person, by the way, for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Um, not until I got, well, no, that's not true. No, that's not no. true. When I moved into my San Diego house, yes. my theory was like, this is my investment. Yes. And so I want to be able to take care yes. of it. And so I'm just not a very good cleaner. My ex-wife wasn't a very good cleaner. So yeah. I was like, we need to like have somebody come in and like take care of this yes. place. Um, and it's mutually beneficial. For you, what's well, the way I try to look her. at it? You know, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it you made, can it afford me feel it. Weird. I think it's a wonderful thing to do. I don't know. It, it, if like it, we can, we can, we can talk about this. And if you want to call or text or just we can start a, a discussion on the certified fans page. But um, if you have someone, if you hear that someone has a housekeeper, does that make you? How does that make you feel about them? Does it make you feel like, oh my gosh, like oh, like you? Who are you? Excuse me, big Hollywood. You know, like <laughs> excuse me, movie star. Like I didn't realize that we had. Now keep in mind, I always find the absolute cheapest person, but then I always tip them well too. I always that's my thing. It's so funny. I'll end up paying this woman probably one hundred fifty dollars a trip anyway, just because mm-hmm. I like I just like to tip people afterwards. Yes, and because she but did a great I, um, job, and you like her. She did a great job. Somebody yes. I'm gonna pay. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna pay. But um, I I just don't know if you hear housekeeper on a typical person because we we've uh, did we have housekeepers coming up like we, we, we did we did and we didn't I felt like we'd have them and then we did we did yeah we did when you're when yeah, yeah. when things were good we always had them yeah yeah it's yeah. A nice it's a nice little treat right yeah. now it's a nice little treat but I also feel like that's how I want to spend my money yes you know like I could be out I could go out and spend seventy five dollars on like drinking if I right. wanted to like a night out right. Um, but I, I had rather spend my money, have my house mm-hmm. clean so I can be in my house by myself, even though I'm fully vaccinated now, by the way, mm-hmm. it's like, what? 
<laughs> so good. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see how much time so we got. So, how much we got better did seconds. you feel um, getting out this weekend, knowing that you had that second vaccine in you? Well, even I'm not fully vaccinated not, yet. No, I know it's still a week out, but I got a week out. Yeah. Um, uh, better, yeah. better. I definitely feel better. I don't. I still like. I found myself a couple of times when I walk around people because, like, I don't mind. Like, if I'm just like walking Kiki or whatever, yeah. or if I'm just like you know, like, like because there's, there's a park right next door. Yes. To me. And like, if I go over there, I I don't have a problem like walking with no mask on. Mm-hmm. Um, but if someone tries to like approach me. Uh-huh. I'll like instantly pull my mask up. Yeah. Like if somebody wants to talk or like talk about Kiki or whatever, like, I'll, like it's, it's not even like a, it's like an, un, it's like a, what is it called? Like a natural instinct just to like pull my mask mm-hmm. up when somebody that like comes around mm-hmm. me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I and you know, know. I it's, it's interesting here in Myrtle beach. I mean, people, well, most of the stores and restaurants say, you know, you wear a mask in, but no, in general, and then I had yeah, I had someone things? say to me, I had my mask on. I had someone say to me, "You're in the Carolinas now. You don't have to wear that mask." <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah. "Yeah, I do." Sorry. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's, different. It's different. It's, it's different, different everywhere, it man. Is. It's, no matter where you it's go, so it's so confusing. You don't know what to do. Different. But you just have to do what's right for you. No matter where you are and who yeah. you're with, you have to make your own decisions about right. it. Right. Yeah. I think I still got some PTSD. I don't think I don't know how long that will take for me to like be completely comfortable, yeah. even though I do have both the vaccines. Yeah. And I got another week until I'm like what fully activated or whatever they want to call yeah. it. Um, so we'll see. Well, you know, we'll I see. noticed when I, when I was um, with Maggie, she she caught me a couple of times. She's like, "Mom, put your mask." That's my on. sister, by yes. the way. Mom, put your mask on. I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah." So I'm definitely more. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm definitely still. Uh, yeah, you've 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 had it a little bit longer yeah, too. I, I don't know. We'll see yeah, how it feels. I still like everyone's to me is still the enemy and has COVID and will give it to me and I will die <laughs> in my head. Like un, my uh, that's my unconscious thoughts. Yes. Let's get to our okay. quote. We're running late here. Okay, it's from Asonius, and I'm going to um, adopt this as my life slogan. Let us never okay. know what old age is. Let us know the happiness time brings, not count the years. That's how I live mm, my life. That, that is how I live my life. Every yeah. day, what is the joy in my day? I never think about yeah. how old I am. Yeah. I mean, I know you tell me all the time, but. but <laughs> I got to remind you every now and then. <laughs> but really, I mean, there are so many wonderful things that happen in our life every day. Like, do you still feel, I was talking to a friend this weekend about this. Do you still feel like you are 12? No, I feel more like I'm 30. But when you were 30, did you feel 12? <laughs> no, when I was 30, I felt 30. Oh, okay. yeah. But no. Yeah. I mean, I, had, I just had a moment this weekend where I literally, when I was bringing back my video games from um, the storage unit downstairs and I was like, Oh my God. Like I have probably 50 Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. Like I'm 37 years old. <laughs> and I was laughing. I was like, I still like this would this would have been my 12 year old dream. You know what I mean? To have like every freaking Nintendo game ever. So now you're living your dream. I'm living my dream. You yeah, know? but I think I manifested. But I will this. say, I, just, I, I will say, I am very much in touch with my kid place. Yeah, and 
And so are you. And I hope that neither of us ever lose that because I think your yeah. I think your kid place is the most sacred and holy place there is. Uh, and I, yeah. I love that. I, I mean, I really love that. I've been criticized for it, but I really. Who criticizes you? Well, we want to say. But <laughs> <laughs> are you are you in the condo with that person? Are you in a safe I, I place right be, now? <laughs> I may be in his wink. present. Uh, wink, 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 wink twice. Wink, wink. wink twice if you're in trouble. <laughs> That's right. But no, <laughs> you know? I, mean, I think we need to all stay in touch with our kid and and yeah. and share yeah. that joy and just everything that comes from that. I love that. I just wonder if I stay too much in in, in like in touch with that space though. You know what I mean? No, no. My I dad, my dad that. was always in touch with his kid's space until the day he yeah. died at age 70. He was the ultimate kid and god, my god, I loved him so much. He was so much fun. How much how many Nintendo games did he have? <laughs> Not too many. Not too many. That'll make me feel better. That'll make me feel better. Yeah, but he loved to play. Um, All right. There's your quote for today. Um, We got Mental Health Monday in just a couple of seconds. First, I'll tell you what. It'll take some stress off your mental health. It's like not having to worry about food anymore. Oh, my God. Like Meal meal plans. I mean, meal meal times can get extremely stressful. Like sitting down there. Uh, it's, it's it's Monday right now. Like what what you got for dinner? What's what's going on for dinner tonight? You have any idea? Did, did you go to the grocery store yesterday? How much of your Sunday? Talking about like treating yourself, you know, like to a little extra free time. It's nice, right? Um, HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit, and it's incredible because it does cut down all that time of having to plan what's for dinner, what are we gonna do, what are we gonna get. <laughs> Whether the kids gonna like it, you know, over and over. When you can do HelloFresh, literally, you get dinner on the table in about thirty minutes or less. And mom, the cool thing with HelloFresh too that we talked about a lot is that like you can get the food that's right for your lifestyle. You know, like we, that's my mom's right. vegetarian. Yes, you know, so you guys have done mm-hmm. vegetarian options before, <laughs> and your dad's um, a carnivore, so we've yeah. done meat. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. And, and it comes right to your door. Like, isn't it nice just to walk in and just like after a long day of work or get off your Zoom calls and be like, oh my God, it's all right here. Let me just dump all this right together and cook it. Bag. And then like, boom, it's great. It's put together. So uh, right now, 12 free meals. It's HelloFresh.com slash 12 Kramer. HelloFresh.com slash 12 Kramer. You get 12 free meals, including free shipping. That is when you go take care of this offer right now, though, because it will not last forever. So HelloFresh.com slash 12 Kramer to go try out our friends over at HelloFresh. Also, if you haven't downloaded Trivia Star yet, grab your phone because I know you're listening. Well, I'm assuming you're listening on your phone right now. I don't know. You could be listening on your smart speaker. Where else would you listen? On the computer? I don't think so. Anyway, uh, Trivia Star is a free mobile trivia game app at over 60 different categories that you get to choose from. It includes music and TV and animals and celebrities. If you choose the correct answer for multiple choices and you beat the clock, you get to move on to the next level. And it sounds simple, but the questions get harder and harder over time. If you get stuck, don't worry. You can use your coins and your gems to get hints and beat the level. If you like trivia as much as I do, then you got to try Trivia Star. Right now, Trivia Star is offering 2,500 coins 500 gems when you download and play. Honestly, it's a great little mental break from your day. If you like, if you like playing trivia games, um, <laughs> and uh, it's it's fun. You know, um, sometimes it, you you can just be on the toilet playing. I don't know. You can play it wherever. You know, like wherever you're at. Uh, even between, to me, I like I do like cell phone app games because it's not social media, right? You're not getting caught up in all the drama, but um, you also are getting like a little mental break. Like I love playing Trivia Star. I'll play Best Fiend sometimes. 
I'll play just something to like, just take my brain somewhere else when I can't like meditate. It's really cool. And trivia star is just one of these. So anyway, trivia star is, um, it's got thousands of five star reviews. Go to the Apple or Google store and search trivia star, download trivia star today for free and get ready to flex your brain muscles. All right, Mental Health Monday, Mental Health Monday. In just a couple of minutes first, we say hi to our certified fans. When you uh, join our certified fans, we, we'd love to give you a whoop whoop. And if you're like, what the hell's a certified fan? Uh, well, glad you asked. It's somebody that can donate to our show and $5 a month, and it's just super helpful. But it's less than a Starbucks run, you know? And um, it does help the show. You get a bunch of perks by doing it. So... We'd really appreciate it. We got a few bucks to throw into your to the podcast and just kind of support it. We really appreciate it with all the hosting fees and software fees and fees, 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 fees. It's crazy how much this podcast costs to run. I just never thought in a million years it'd be cost so much money to run a damn podcast. That's why I can't do uh, one. I'm retired. I'm on a fixed income. <laughs> you have to start your own. You have to start your own fan club just to keep it going, right? So I would. Uh, we do have it. We all here's the thing is like we do have a um a certified fan. I don't want to say a new certified fan because she was here mm. and then she left for a while because she lost her job, Aww. but she is back now. Oh, and let's give a shout super out Super appreciative. Yes. It's our friend Steph oh, yeah. and she lives over in, um, in Phoenix mm-hmm. and she, listen, here's the thing. I don't want, I don't want you to break the bank over this podcast. You know, like that's, you got, you got your life. You got to live. If you appreciate what we do, you know, we're kind of like uh, street peddlers in a way, you know, you just, just throw a couple bucks in our hat and keep moving. That's how we work. You know, mm-hmm. um, you don't have a few bucks. Listen, I completely understand. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Steph. So glad to have you back. Mm-hmm. You still get a whoop whoop because we're just happy, happy, happy. You're back. So a, a returning whoop whoop for Steph. Yes. And we're so happy you're back and that things have changed for you. And when they did that, you yes. remembered us. Fabulous. So nice. So you get three whoop whoops. You ready? Wow. Whoop, whoop, whoop to Steph. There goes. Awesome. There goes. There goes. Awesome. So uh, awesome. Thank you. If you want to join, by the way, we'd love it. Just text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Also, don't forget, uh, you got a few more days to get a free Jimmy Mac mug. Uh, every time that you buy anything from our merch store now through the end of the month, you get a free mug um, that supports uh, – well, it doesn't support anything. It's, it's just our, our gift to you. I'm just I'm Basically, I'm going to eat the cost of those uh, for the month just to celebrate my dad and his birthday, and I'd love for you to have one. So you buy anything in the merch store, you get a free Jimmy Mac mug. So just text the word MERCH, M-E-R-C-H, to 888-Kramer8. All right, Mom. Oh, you know what I didn't do? And I need to do this. I forgot to do Maryland Monday earlier. Dang it. Oh. So Maryland Monday – I always – really quick before we get to um, – to Leah, um, I say that like nobody knows anything about Maryland. Nobody knows anything unless you live here. Like, you don't know anything about it. It's one of the states you don't really think about that much because like you're like, what's 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 up with Maryland? You know, uh, you think about DC, but you may not think about Maryland, which is like you know, hello, we're right here. Um, so I give you a Maryland Monday fact for the day, and that fact today is the very first post office in the United States was created in Baltimore, Maryland, no in 1774. Way. Wow! How about that? Wow! How about that? That's pretty amazing. Yeah. So there you go. All right, Mom. That's it. That's it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. I love you forever.
Okay, let's get into our mental health Monday. Um, we do this. I mean, mental health is super important. I struggle with anxiety and depression. and A lot of people do, and they don't really have like a fun – I don't want to say a fun way of talking about it, but like a normal way of talking about it, just like humans. Well, I met Leah, who is a therapist, and she has her own podcast, and I went on there, and I started listening. I'm like, God, this is so like normal. Her podcast is called Not Your Basic Influencer, and um, you should check it out. It's really good. So what is anxiety? I think if you – um, habit. Um, then <laughs> what, what a, what a terrible launch to this segment. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I get it all the time as someone that's, that's self-proclaimed dealt with it since college. Mm-hmm. I still don't think I know how in the world to define exactly what anxiety is. Um, I, I the best way I've been able to describe it is that it's just this uncontrollable, fear that I can't think about anything else and that my body will physically react Mm -hmm. to this mental fear that I'm having. But what I've experienced and what I feel like a lot of people experience, this is the feedback that I get a lot when I talk about mental health is I hear about my partner, my mom, my dad, my brother has no, they don't have anxiety. So they literally have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I, to that, I say that sucks. First off, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my mom doesn't. My mom's always my closest person, right? And she doesn't have anxiety, but she she does a good try, a good job trying to like understand where it's coming from. My dad has always had it. My sister's always had it. Um, I and I I just I wanted a professional outlook on exactly what is anxiety and. What do you, how in the world do you try to explain it to somebody that has, because I can, I can only imagine, like since it's a a completely mental condition, there's nothing you can pull out a map and be like, no, see right here, I'm anxious over this made up stuff. (laughs) Right. And I think that's the part, the irrational part of it is hard for people to wrap their heads around because they're like, you have no evidence for that. Like, what are you talking about? You know, like it's, it's kind of like, it's hard to understand if you have not experienced it, but how I explain it is that it's a feeling state. So it's this physical and emotional response to event to an event or experience. So it's this like, and so part of it is that the, the thought process, the mind and how that's kind of spinning and then also how your body's reacting. So that physiological response, right? Like mm-hmm. the sweating, like the tightness in the chest. Sometimes people get panicked. They feel like they can't breathe. The tenseness in their shoulders, like all of that can play into someone's experience. But the thing is, so everyone experiences anxiety at some point in their life, like before an exam or um, before starting a new job, like new experiences often trigger anxiety, um, meeting new people, new situations, a big life decision, right? Like everyone experiences it Sure. at some point. It'd be, I, it'd be really shocking if someone were to claim they've never experienced it before. But right. I think that you're a monster. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, kind I of emotionless like, monster <laughs> are you? <laughs> it's like, it, you know, and some people, some people might because of the stigma be like, I don't know what that means, but I, I think we can all say even things like people becoming parents for the first time, right? Like these little things that or sure. big things that are exciting, but also anxiety provoking because of the unknown and the sense of responsibility that we have not had to have before. So I think it's like, we have all experienced it, but I think the thing that people don't understand is when you have, um, I don't, not even like a, you know, whether it's a diagnosis or a condition that's more, um, 
like persistent anxiety. It's hard for people to understand because it, because that doesn't necessarily have to be triggered. It can just kind of come up or it comes up with things that typically people wouldn't have like an adverse reaction to. Sure. But that's where it's, I think I try to explain it to folks is that, okay, there's, it's a feeling say it's a physiological response to things, to events or an experience that we all experience. But when it becomes more of a disorder or a condition, it's when it's experienced regularly, pretty pers- it persists over mm-hmm. time. It's hard. It's really hard to manage, you know, cause I think Oftentimes we can say, okay, like talk ourselves through it, give us a pep talk or like just kind of breathe through it. But for folks that have a lot of anxiety or high levels of it, it's not that simple. And it becomes really like immobilizing and mm-hmm. impairing. And so right. it is hard to explain it. But I think if you can like say like you've been nervous before, right? You've experienced anxiety before. Okay. Well, so imagine that that was your feeling state like often, like every day or like around certain um, triggers. Like I actually hate the word trigger. I feel like people just throw it around these days, but, um, well, I don't hate it. I just feel like where it's overused, but right. phobias, you know what I mean? Or like social situations. So I, I feel like it's a good way to explain it is like, have someone connect to that feeling and just say like, that's something I struggle with like that's every smart. day. Right. Yeah, we all, we all experience it. Right. And, but some people to an, a greater extreme or extent than other people. Right. And I don't, I mean, I have always had a struggle with explaining it to people too, because it doesn't, since it is not a rational condition, yeah. I mean, it's hard to explain feelings, period, no matter what the feeling is, right? Yeah. It's hard to kind of like pinpoint and say, well, this is exactly how I'm feeling and why I'm feeling. And, and even like sometimes in my head, I'm like, I can't say this out loud. <laughs> like, yeah. This sounds absolutely absurd right now. Like, there's no way I can say this. So um, it's funny because there was, um, there was this this meme or it was like a video that I had a couple friends send to me from high school because so I've had a, a, like like a, a diagnosis of anxiety since I was probably seven six seven or eight like pretty bad um, mm-hmm. I had OCD that became that was really really difficult to manage and then it slowly I mean I think there's still some OCD tendencies but not the full what diagnosis now but um definitely have more generalized anxiety now but um I remember in high school I would and you know this is all the girls in like the early 2000s with hair straighteners as you're like you're like did I turn it off? And like, it's like, you know, this big thing that, but, but I would check excessively and I would have my, like call my parents to check. And it was like this obsessive obsession. It was very Mm -hmm. much OCD, not your typical, like, 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 Oh wait, I wonder if I left it on. No. Yeah. I'd ruminate, stew in it and I'd get so anxious and just like, think of all the worst things that could happen. And just like, I couldn't until I could, could get someone to like check or unplug it. And he almost all the time was never plugged in. That's the thing. And is so, that anxiety or is that OCD or is that a little bit so of both? OCD is uh, um, like an anxiety disorder. So like there's like okay. multiple disorders that fall under anxiety and it's uh it's under the umbrella, the old anxiety yeah. umbrella. Yeah. So like then there's like the generalized where it's like, you know, just certain situations changes. It's kind of more generalized. You have intrusive thoughts about a lot of different things. So right. Um, but either way, it was funny because when they were sending this to me as now as like an adult, as a, you know, as, as someone in my thirties, I was like, okay, this is, this was like a legit anxiety. This, and it was like the joke and I didn't get offended because it was like very true. And like, sure. it was happened almost on all occasions when I would leave the house. Right. Um, but now I'm like, oh, that was, that was 
pretty not like I mean that was definitely gnarly right yeah because it was it was so consuming I couldn't like enjoy myself and stuff so it's funny looking back now at those things um yeah it's just it's it is it's hard to explain it to people yeah it's unless you really have experienced I I mean I and and trust me I I, my I don't think my ex-wife understood anxiety um so I was a very it was a struggle um, I'm hoping that my next relationship, I can, I can be with someone that actually gets it because it was, mm-hmm. it's, it, it does sound for a lack of better terms. And I know that therapists hate using this term, but it's a little crazy, you know, yeah. like it sounds like yeah. it does sound a little crazy. So I, I get it. Well, how do you, as someone that has anxiety, what do you, how do you manage yours? Cognitive behavioral therapy is a well-known treatment for anxiety and in depression. And for me, it just didn't work. And it's because of something you mentioned, Kramer, it was the, the body sensations that come along with anxiety. Like you can know rationally your thoughts are irrational or they're, they're illogical or it doesn't make sense or that this is probably just anxiety. But when it feels so real in your body, mm-hmm. you're experiencing that like panic or like, you know, you're like you have that like tightness in your throat or on your chest and you just feel like it's really hard to even use that strategy. So sure. I think what finally clicked for me. So while that's evidence-based, it works for a lot of people, it didn't work for me. And so I have tried different approaches. Um, so how to cope. So I would just say like a f- couple tips would be with the, with the cognitive behavioral therapies idea of like reframing or challenging the thought. So really it's right. like reality testing them. It's, it's, um, reminding yourself, um, that it is like, you know, this is, you know, this is just your anxiety. Could it be your anxiety? Like kind of questioning it, like Socratic questioning. Um, and, and by the way, if you've never done CBT, um, it's, it's a great, it is a great tool. It is. I, I feel, I feel very similar to you. And yeah. like, I think it's, it's a way sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't for me. Yeah. But it's basically it, like just questioning your thoughts and having different ways of doing it. I, and, there's, um, yes. I, I read you're recreating a book. your brain. Well, yes. That, which book? I read a book. Um, what is that one on cognitive behavioral therapy that was really good? I guess it's like the um I think it's called Feeling Good. Um hmm. I'll put it in the show notes when I can. Did you feel good after? Uh you know, I I don't have ever felt good a day in my life. <laughs> uh this is not an ad for that book. I don't know if you can tell. But um I but I know I think it's uh I also worked with a uh, a therapist at the same time to kind of yeah. like, understand the theory. And I think it's Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, I think in theory it's great if it yeah. if your body can react to it the right way. Like if your brain will let you calm down from it, I think it's yeah. great. Like reframing. Um, so like if you have like let's just think like you are worried about like I don't know like germs, right? Like a, we'll just think because of COVID, right? So like kind of like ruminating. It'd be like sure. it, the idea would be is challenging the thought and be like just because you know like I you know I took all the precautions I did to you know to stay safe. You'd kind of like you talk yourself through it. It'd be like. You know, there's it's a, a pep talk for yourself, right? That's right. kind of like yeah. the best and way it, to describe it. Yeah, and it's it's really the idea of like reframing it. So like, you know, there is that possibility because the world we're dealing with a pandemic, but like chance, you know what I mean? Like how with all the precautions you're taking, you know, chances are right. are, are lower because you're safe. Like so it is, it's a pep talk. It's like challenging the thoughts. So if you're like thinking about like, you know, we just talked about like cheating, like if you have these irrational beliefs, it's like, okay, does this person ever give you ever given you any reason to, to doubt them or not trust mm-hmm. them. And then, then, you know, so it's really you like, break the, it down. Yeah. You dispute all those thoughts. So right. that didn't work for me because of the feeling. So like I could like, for me, um, a lot of my anxiety and this is kind of the OCD is like, and people think OCD is strictly like 
counting things. Washing your hands 15 yeah. times a day or whatever. Like I did yeah. when I was younger and like switching the light off and on, like locking things. And that's part, that can be, but also it can be the compulsive thinking of like a conversation or replaying something in your head. Like it could be very much like circular thinking. And that was more my thing. So I'll like, you know, have a conversation with a friend and like, I will like kind of go over it multiple times. Like, did I offend them? And like, oh, I, it's that's the worst. Uh-huh. The post conversation anxiety is the absolute yeah, worst. Like you're, you're, you're analyzing, you're like looking for every, <laughs> well, every and, moment. And then they don't call you back or whatever. Did I say something? Did I <laughs> they respond? They respond like, okay. Or, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, okay. uh, we, yeah. We've had yeah. that conversation on this podcast before yeah. what K actually means. Yeah. So it was, so it's one of those things where, for me, the therapeutic modality that has worked most is acceptance and commitment therapy and the idea of really being more mindful of the anxiety and not fusing to the thoughts because mm, – Like let them it, be what they are. They're just exactly. thoughts, right? Yeah. yeah. And a book to put in the notes that I think people would like and it's super simple and straightforward is a happiness trap because it, it it's, breaks down acceptance and commitment therapy um, it, in a really simple – ways and it's really the fun so the fundamental is the fundamentals of this is a uh, yeah the mindfulness so like you're like so so instead of fusing to your thought like think of the thought like i'm dumb right you the how you would defuse it would be in my ha- i'm having the thought that i'm dumb mm-hmm. so you're right. defusing from it because it we're right. it's just a thought or you could say my anxiety is telling me um they're cheating right, right. So like it's you're not you're not fusing to it and you're especially with labels like i'm dumb that is so like we're talking about if we talk about self-esteem to kind of diffuse from that i'm having the thought that i'm dumb but i'm right. not dumb so it's really diffusing from that and then another part of acceptance and commitment therapy is doing things that um are in line with your values and so really focusing on what's meaningful to you and doing those things mm. and incorporating those things so i that for me those techniques were more effective for me because I couldn't challenge the thoughts because they were so intrusive. I think that's an interesting way to, to end this episode because yeah. one thing that I've learned about talking so much about mental health is I don't know. I think there's a, a different modality for a lot of different people. I don't know that there is like, yeah. you know, your, 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 your red pill you can take and everything right. is just, everything's better. Um, but speaking of pills, so next week, Lee and I are going to come back and we're going to talk about literally about pills. Like when should you get on anti-anxiety, anti-depression medicine? Like I want you to, I want to have a very serious conversation about it. I know it's like a little taboo for some people, but uh, I want to have a pretty open, honest conversation about that next week with our mental health Monday. In the meantime, hopefully you'll go subscribe to Leah's podcast. So I have a podcast with my friend Elise. It's not your basic influencers. It's on Spotify and Apple, and it's a mental health podcast. We talk all things that relate and influence our mental health. We talk with different types of therapists or um, professionals, influencers, just public figures about all these topics. And it's a really easy, relatable conversation. So you should check them out. Let us get into some good news, friends, shall we? Come along as we look in the world of great news. Um, I just lost my good news. Oh, my God. So unprepared today. It must be Sunday at 630 at night. It is. Uh, we just at the end of the show, by the way, in case you're new, we just go over the good news of the day. That's it. We just kind of look at some good things happening. And here's a cool story out of Miami. Um, 
this is uh, so there's this girl. She's a teenager. She moved from Mexico to Miami last year. She thought she would have to give up on her dreams of having a quinceanera after her father lost his job. But luckily, her fairy godmothers didn't let that happen. Her name is Adriana and her family. They were living in their SUV, by the way. They were struggling to find food and to find Wi-Fi because she had to help her brothers do their homework assignments, right? Until um, luckily, a homeless shelter was able to help them out. And Leon, who is the community development associate over the Miami Rescue Mission, and her team of nearly 60 volunteers always provided balloons and cupcakes and toys for kids in, uh, in the shelter of their birthdays. And when she found out that it was it's Adriana's 15th birthday, she knew the importance of a quinceanera, which are obviously big celebrations in the Hispanic culture. So she and the volunteers actually went out to create the ultimate party for her special day. They did this uh a Parisian pink fairy tale party and gave Adriana a sparkling tiara and a fuchsia ball gown to wear. And they did the makeup artist did her makeup for the very first time, by the way. And her hairstylist curled her hair into dark locks. The team received everything on her wish list, and her fairy godmothers watched like proud ants as she unwrapped each one of her gifts. They knew they had done a good job when Adriana thanked them at the end of the night and said, I felt like a princess. So that was kind of special didn't have to go all out and do that but that was i mean that's yeah man like god for all the people that have migrated over to america like just getting your feet on the ground i'm sure it's got to be a huge struggle at first so um i'm glad they were able to connect it's funny how people come to your life right and just like whoa who knew so let's talk about some other cool kids um this happened over in missouri um, this, this boy named Caleb, he was home alone and his grandmother had a nasty fall. Now she's legally blind. She's disabled. She's on dialysis. And so the 11 year old was afraid that she might injure herself more or might injure her more if he were to move her herself. So instead, Caleb tried to call his mom for help, but the phone wasn't going to work. It wasn't working for him. So he logged on to his distance learning classroom and he asked his teacher, like, Hey, listen, I need help. Please, please call my mom. Well, the teacher, whose name is Janelle, couldn't reach the mom. So then she brought in the principal of the school, whose name is Melissa, onto the Zoom. And it was like, hey, like, we got to make this into a group effort. So the teachers and the administrator assisted the situation, helped keep Caleb calm, and called 911 to send paramedics over to the house. Um, the teacher, Janelle, said that uh, they could never – or sorry, that she could never tell that he was stressed or upset by the situation because he never lost his cool and even helped soothe grandma at times. It's great, right? So the prince, and this is the principal, by the way. Listen. His confidence and his pride um, in the whole situation was was just very, very impressive. I like when kids are cool, you know? You know, like every day your kid's an a-hole sometimes like the kids can also be cool so we gotta celebrate <laughs> we gotta celebrate both sides right and listen i know anxiety can be like the worst thing in the world i mean it really can it 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 it, it impacts my life every single day at some level right and i know if you deal with it then um it's you know got to be difficult for you too i feel you i really do i want you to know that um but we can have some fun with it too right if you have a laugh about how it just it's we know it's like a little bit cuckoo at times right so for today uh i'm gonna leave you with a made you laugh uh, made me laugh it's uh, it's steven rogers steven rogers and maybe there's a better name for anxiety I'm to be honest with you i'm always excited because i have horrible anxiety so <laughs> yeah I feel like it's hard for people to understand it i told my one friend he's like ah don't worry about it man it could always be worse yeah that's what I was thinking that's anxiety that's like if I told you how to stutter and you're like well you can say that again yeah I probably will 
I don't like the name anxiety. I don't think it captures the feeling enough, you know? I think we need a better name. I was thinking pre-traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> yeah, because that's really what it is. Every day I'm walking around like, oh no, and people go, what happened? And I'm like, nothing, I'm just getting ready. <laughs> Should be here any minute now. Yeah, just like always on guard, always, already to go. Anyway, have a fantastic Monday. It is so good to see you or talk to you today. I appreciate you being here. Seriously, seriously. Don't forget, Jimmy Mac mugs. Text the word merch, M-E-R-C-H, to 888-Kramer8, or just go in the show notes. Get a free mug. Thank you for listening. We'll see you back here um, tomorrow. With them, uh, what's tomorrow, Tuesday? <laughs> Ask my mom. Okay, love you, bye. Gotta go. Tired, obviously. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.